0: Hey friend, I'm Karna Atkinson, and this is the Hidden Jewels Podcast. In a world where social media often has the loudest voice, we miss the quiet voices of many women of God whose experiences and wisdom are the words we need to hear for such a time as this, which is why I'm so excited today we are going to talk to my mentor, Roxanne, And we are just going to have a chat about something that she taught me years ago before I actually even knew her. And it's had a huge impact on my life and how I live and how I think and how I have relationships. So take a deep breath and consider this invitation to a better way to live. Let's get to it.
1: Welcome, guys. I'm so excited. We are going to talk with our very own Roxanne today. And Corna, well, we're just
2: yes. keeping that discussion.
1: We're just going to chat. And um, I am excited to talk about this subject because I actually remember, Roxanne, the first time I heard you say this at a winter summit. And it was like, the, it was a real life changing moment for me when you really highlighted this idea of not being easily offended. And oh. it's like conviction and. You know, it's just when you bring it to the light, it's, it's a big deal.
0: So
2: Karna, you're taking me back to something I I didn't even think before now that I was going to say, I remember back, I think this may have been when I was learning about an unoffendable heart. My son called me, he's a, a missionary with YWAM and he calls me and he said, mom, we're in pure heart week. Basically we're cleaning all the trash out of our hearts. Yeah. And and we're, we're talking about the mother wound. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I remember going, the mother wound? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it talks, but of course, I immediately wanted to be sad and or offended. Really right. sad. I was really yeah. sad going, you're like dicing and slicing the mother wound and I'm your mother. So I guess I'm the topic of conversation of how wounded you are. Right, right, and and I had no intent for any of that. So I I'm I'm sad. I'm like I'm feeling very <laughs> exposed. And right. then the, you let the enemy get a hold of that, and then all of a sudden you're hacked. Yeah. Right. Well, what what? Let me give the listeners the back end of the story so they can feel better about our discussion today. Is the back end of the story is we all have mother wounds and father wounds and wounded. Because there are human beings raising human beings. Exactly. And exactly. and we, we tend to get hurt because the enemy goes, oh, your mother said that mean thing to you. Stronghold, stronghold, hurt, hurt, lie, lie. And they all yeah. enter in and we end up wounded. But I'm telling you, this is not a little thing because across the course of a life, these big lies are are, are they're certainly thieves to come rob steal and destroy our joy in our life okay that's not the topic of this one the topic of this one is an unoffendable heart and at that time i was massively taken offense and i had to calm myself down going okay well i'm not the perfect mother but i i don't know the perfect mother and i'm sure my mother wasn't the perfect mother and so here goes life I'm not by myself in being the worst or the best mom. And my kid isn't the only kid hurt. It's a hundred percent of them. So can yeah. we slice and dice this? And yes. that at a different time, the Lord, uh, I was working on things in my life. I was, believe it or not, I was asking the Lord for greater sanctification. Nobody asks the Lord for greater. Hey. you just don't do that. That's why yeah. like asking him for patience. Yes. I mean, no. You just don't ask for patience. Or here it comes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I've asked him for greater sanctification, and he pretty much said, anywhere that your heart is irritated by anybody, or you're, or you, or you have a just a twit of judgment, or a twit of arrogance, or a twit of irritation, Roxanne, let's work on those spots. And I remember thinking, okay, Lord, this is the year, you know, 2013 or 2020 or what? Okay, Lord, that's what we'll work on this year. Anywhere, any human bothers me. (laughs) That must have been fun. Well, I thought that the Lord and I would be having a conversation once a month.
1: Yeah, right. Because
2: I'm generally, I like people and I think I'm, I'm easy to get along with. I had no idea it was going to be once every other minute. Mm. I I, I had no idea how humans can bother the heck out of you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And I don't think any humans trying to bother the heck out of any other human. Well, maybe some are, but rarely. Generally, it's the enemy stirring up the pot, getting all of us to be bothered.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because we're so sure our way is the right way. Their way is the wrong way, then he can get us bothered.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh my goodness. If we could see that an offendable heart is the tool of the enemy, I got them offended. I got them mad at each other. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, she's not winning, she's not winning, he's not winning, they're not winning, but I am winning. If yeah. some if some of our listeners could go to the video and watch the video, because I'm gonna do this all the way through. <laughs> nobody's winning but me and Mm -hmm. I got them all mad at each other yeah What? I don't want to participate in that so I decided and I couldn't believe how often someone bothered me by what they said like no that's not right or you didn't do that I was bothered by like the like the lunacy of anybody that wouldn't do that you know Mm -hmm. whatever it was I was bothering people. People were bothering me. It was a beautiful chance for the Lord to show up. <laughs> in my life. So yeah. then someone asked me later on to do um, uh, uh, a Bible study. Uh, I did a Zoom Bible study about the unoffendable heart. Mm-hmm. You you know, it turned into a Bible reading plan on you version called mm-hmm. uh, the search for an unoffendable heart. Mm-hmm. And at Winter Summit events, I was like, I have to have a woman get up there and talk about being unoffended. I have wanted it to be me the next year. I wanted it to be me. I've been working on it. And the next year I wanted it to be me. And I, I can't be me because I'm constantly offended. And I'm realizing that more passionate people, mm-hmm. the more that you care about intensity. everything, mm-hmm. the more intensity of your personality, the more offended you are all the time. Mm. You know, Karna, that I'm married to a peacemaker. Yes, yes. He doesn't doesn't have any emotional energy or time. He thinks it's such a waste of time to be offended. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Is that fun, Roxanne? Do you like being offended and mad at people you love?
1: Yeah.
2: I'm so inspired. And sometimes then I get offended that he's not getting offended. Right. <laughs> like what planet are you living on? Yeah. Yeah. That you can ignore the offense of irritating people. Yeah. And you know what so, he said? Oh no, we're going to talk about this in page five, but we're going to go ahead yeah. and introduce it now.
1: Yeah.
2: He said, Roxanne, if our kids irritate you, and if I irritate you because I'm not irritated by people, and if that you know the sermon or irritates you or the news irritates you, or your mother irritates, you, you know, whoever irritates you, he goes. There's just one common denominator in all of those irritating situations. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and I, I just sat there, I had to stop and think about that for a second. <laughs> There's one common denominator in everything in my life that is irritating. Yeah. One common denominator. If it, if the lawn, if the grass irritates me, if the maintenance of the pool irritates me, if my children's edgy, it doesn't matter. There's one common denominator ladies and gentlemen it is the person that sits in your chair
1: yeah exactly it's really no surprise when you say that um the enemy would really attack us in this area in relationships and uh because jesus prayed for unity right like he prayed for the opposite that that is clearly his desire and he was the um embodiment of love you know perfect love and so um Anytime I think the enemy can get any kind of little division in there, he's winning, like you're saying. Yeah. And sometimes we don't even honestly. I'm not sure I even need his help sometimes, just in my own fallen nature, right?
2: I just wanting you, to that, exalt myself. That's a take home point right there. When you said, "Well, of course we would live struggling with offense mm-hmm. because the and because the Lord Himself wants unity in relationships and. Of course, and what you said that that, he, <laughs> yeah. that you that the body of Christ should live in unity. So Yeah, here.
1: Jesus prayed for it. He prayed for us here now. You know, he said he prayed for the ones to come that they would be unified. And I think, wow, that's that's a pretty serious thing when Christ himself prays for it.
2: OK, well, we don't need to get into 2020, 2021, 2022 mm-hmm. and all the lack of unity in our nation and in our homes. We don't need to get into our opinions, whether it's hither and yon, up and down, east and west. Yeah. But taking offense is a huge issue right now. It really is. Yeah. That that made me really excited when you said, Roxanne, let's let's talk about an offendable heart.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I really, I was thinking about our uh, earlier conversation with Deanne when she talked about judgment and how um, judgment comes in when we think we know why somebody did something, right? We, When we think we know their motives and we can turn that on ourselves. But I think when we're talking about having an unoffendable heart, we're talking about our relationship with others. And so I think that's something to kind of think about is, Anytime we start thinking about why somebody did something or, um, you know, you talk about this in your Bible plan about seeking to understand before you're understood. I love that idea.
2: I, I, I we should all love that idea. Yeah. Seek first to understand before being understood. And just remember, there's nothing new under the sun. None of us got anything originally if there's nothing new under the sun i think that came from stephen covey's seven laws or seven points or seven somethings or others that seek first to understand before being understood such a loving act such a humble act such a people skill yeah to actually get in the skin of the other especially the one that's offending you to get in their skin and go why why are they doing that i mean just you know I come from the screaming, yelling loud and right family. Mm. That just, that's all. Mm -hmm. Screaming, yelling loud, and then we're right about it.
1: You know, my Mm -hmm. way or the
2: highway kind of family. I fell so madly in love with the humility I saw in my husband and and quite frankly, in his parents. And I was like, how in the world? I mean, he just so valued who I was. And I, I, I don't know. All I know is that when I came barking out of my uh, disagreement and something would provoke a disagreement, you know, being the passionary woman I am, I could have just spoken my passion on my point. And and I can speak it in a demeaning, offending way with a tone of voice. Now, Now, we just need to realize that we might be offended by what other people say, but we also give offense. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. our tone of voice can be so shaming.
1: Yeah, like,
2: yeah. Like, excuse me, or whatever, mm. or you you didn't do that.
1: Don't you think we tend towards that, especially with um, our families, right? That's, that goes oh, easily so off bad. of our time. Yeah. Oh,
2: it's so bad. It is so shaming the way we roll our eyes or tone of voice, our our families, and the Lord never does that to us. It's just embarrassing that we do it to Mm -hmm. each other.
1: Yeah. So it's good to keep in mind that we also offend (laughs) so that we can give grace, right?
2: Yeah. So when I'm in the middle of barfing this uh, know-it-all opinion of something, my husband, who doesn't take offense easily at all Uh he looked at me like what what is that what like what what are you doing Uh of course I'm like maybe screaming or yelling or or demeaning or or passionately vomiting my thoughts and he's Uh like what what is that like would you would you like to have an adult conversation Would you like to discuss this as two Mm -hmm. loving adults, but whatever you're doing, I do not want to participate in. (sighs) Yeah. Because basically I was shaming. I was vomiting. I was judging. I was so staunch in my opinion. And he looked at me like, goodness Mm -hmm. that he didn't say this. I love you, but that is one ugly woman.
1: Right. Right.
2: And whenever you would like to have an honest discussion as a mature adult come back but i am not going to participate with you in that mm. kind of behavior uh-huh. now mind you he's too loving to say any of that this right, is just right. what i heard the lord say to me <laughs> in the way he responded it's terrible so I, yeah. i'm realizing when he when he has a choice to not be offended in the same moment i have a choice to be there's something going on here and, yeah. and so goes our nation and our world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we can translate that. I think, you know, really we get offended when we think somebody has had negative motives in whatever they said or did, or we don't understand. We care more about us being right.
2: Oh, with that, that just beat. sounds so bad. That sounds so bad to even say.
1: I know. I know, but you
2: have to say that is 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 that really true? It it is so. It is true. It's embarrassingly true.
1: Yeah. So I think I don't know. I think about the two rules for me that have really helped me as I've been on this journey after you brought this idea up and really brought light to it in my own heart is that um, one is to not make assumptions about people's motives and if if i am going to assume why they did something that possibly offended me i choose to assume what is right and good and loving
2: absolutely you assume what your assumptions do is giving them benefit of the doubt
1: yes and you
2: give them grace and benefit and i and i remember saying not if they deserve it that has nothing to do with it Uh, hopefully they do deserve grace and the benefit right but even if they didn't you give them grace and the benefit, right? Even if they didn't, because that's who you are as a decent human being, not because they deserve it Uh, as a decent human being. Well, I love it that you
1: say, you know, nobody's like walking around trying to offend normally. Like, you know, they're not trying to be a jerk most of the time. So, um,
2: well, and you know, Karna, I think that's so true. No one's trying to screw up their life. No one's trying to be a jerk. No one's trying to do life terrible no one's trying to hack the whole world off and those few that are they need a big hug worse than anybody yeah Yeah. they need grace worse than anybody because I've had people say oh yeah you haven't met my Mm brother-in-law and I feel like going then you love your brother-in-law if he's the exception that he's really not trying to make a mess out of his life and he's not trying to hack the world off and he's not trying to do it wrong if he's the exception, he really is just trying to do it all wrong. Mm-hmm. Then we need to love him because he's missing it all, right? And so in every case, giving people grace and the benefit of the doubt and not taking offense, even if they're offensive, it mm-hmm. that takes an act of God, an act of Congress. Well, not Congress. We can't get anything done in Congress. <laughs> but it does take an act of God and a deep yielding. And uh, our sermon series in church recently has been about pre-deciding things in life, mm-hmm. pre-deciding. And if you, if we could pre-decide, I'm not going to be offended. My life is too short. I do not have enough emotional margin to spend being offended. And, mm-hmm. and, and I know that we're going to get offended but staying offended is different than feeling offended. And I'd love to say, you know, don't feel pain when you touch an iron, but you're going to feel pain when you touch an iron. Don't yeah. feel pain when something seems hurtful. You're going to feel pain. But st- so I think we will be offended, but we do not need to live a life offended because we miss out on the best. And yeah. if giving people the benefit of the doubt and giving people grace for us us to hope that we get the benefit of it out and the benefit of and, and grace ourselves makes a better human race. And so mm-hmm. I just think if you can pre decide, like today, like that, mm-hmm. maybe for the rest of your life, you mm-hmm. are not going to be offended. And then what's going to happen is when we pre decide that we do not want to live offended, I promise you, just hold your breath for a nanosecond and something's going to come up to test your decision, right? Yeah, because the minute we decide anything that leads us into a very life-giving path we already know who comes to rob, kill and destroy that decision right yeah. right so the minute we pre-decide we are not being offended anymore we are absolutely going to love from everything we have uh it's going to come at us in heaps and barrels mm-hmm. but that's you know i just i talked to a girl today i was coaching and i said when the enemy throws throws that evil ball at you or that thing at you i said just batter up and hit it out of the ballpark he means to throw it at you to knock you out and you 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 knock it out of the ballpark hit a home run because what the enemy means for evil we already know that god can use for good Uh in in any case i just i want to challenge people to pay attention and pre-decide and if they can't seem to navigate an unoffendable heart just to to roll up their sleeve and and do the work life is so much better i remember at the time that i wanted to live unoffended i remember saying lord i don't want to fight with everybody and anybody i don't want to fight with my husband i'm like i don't want to i don't want to fight yeah can i live in a way lord where i just rise above the murmuring of humans yeah can i can i just float so in your spirit of love peace, patience, joy, kindness, goodness, you know, can I just so float above that? I just don't live inside of these things. Yeah. And I think he, he gave me a glimpse somewhere. uh, Oh oh, yeah. Yeah, you can, but it's going to take my spirit in you, you know, Holy spirit. Mm -hmm. And it's going to take you an awareness of It's, it's giantly loving to do this. Mm. Giantly. It's loving for yourself and it's loving for others. To really clothe yourself in so much fruits of the spirit that you actually, I'm so full of love and patience and peace and kindness, mm-hmm. you cannot offend me. Mm-hmm. I am not going to give you a, an offended heart because I don't have any margin for it emotionally. I don't yeah. have time to. I don't have time to waste time. God's called me to too much to piddle around in the basement of offense.
1: Yeah. I I mean, that's I I think that's so, uh, I love that consequence that you just highlighted there. We don't have time. We do not have time for that, to waste energy and emotion on that. Hasn't God called it, called us to so much more. And that's
2: part of exhausting place.
1: Yeah. That's not a, um, you know, I'm reminded of that. Jesus says, come to me, you who are weary and heavy laden. Sometimes that's what we're carrying around, a yoke that God never designed for us. He didn't give that to us. And he says, no, come to me. And part of that is releasing those offenses, I think, sometimes. So I love that idea.
2: I love that. So I want to talk to you about uh, another thought. And that is when I realized that I have something in common with all human beings. I was knit and known and assigned fearfully and wonderfully.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. And I'm messy. Yeah, It's called called
1: sin. Yes, girl.
2: You've heard me talk about hashtag beautiful, but messy. Mm -hmm. That's every human being was knit, beautiful and assigned. And then sin entered our heart the minute we took our first breath Mm -hmm. and we're messy. And -hmm. our stories of messiness are all different. It doesn't matter. We have these two common denominators, a beautiful assignment and a messy prognosis. Yeah. So once I gave myself the permission to be perfectly imperfect, and I gave other people the permission to be perfectly imperfect, and I gave my family the permission to be perfectly imperfect, and my husband... So when they did that irritating thing, it was just one thing that they were not so perfect at. And I, and I I just gave it to them because I'm not so perfect all the time. And if everybody has all the beautiful stuff, all the strengths, all the gifts, all the good stuff, yeah. and all the mess, because everybody has sin and impatience and we're tired, and then here comes ugly. Mm-hmm. If we all have that in common, then we all need grace and we're all. Beautiful messes and perfectly imperfect. And then once that's a, a um a solid, predecided, I not only am I perfectly imperfect, but so are, so is everybody in my household, and so is everybody in my my world or the world.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: So I just wanted people to know grab your mind around a beautiful mess, grab your mind around perfectly imperfect and walk in the grace. And you know what, when you do something bad or wrong, I just say own it, going, oh, what was I thinking? Sorry, I'm not doing that anymore.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, so good. Um you know, as we wrap up this talk, I think um one thing that helps me, and I think you and I have talked about this before. Um, you know, I've done that strengths finder assessment. And one of my strengths is actually harmony, which is why you probably won't see me online pick and fights because I really like harmony. I don't like confrontation or conflicts. So I definitely have that bent. I know not everybody has that bent, but one thing that helps me decide because I do get fiery about some things, um I have to put it through a grid of is this of eternal importance? And most things are not. And that's what ends up happening. There are very few hills that I'm willing to die on. Um because there's very few that are of eternal importance so just that's thought so off good. of that I think my dad talked to me about that so it's just kind of been in my that's DNA so, for that's well. so
2: good okay that's one of your closing thoughts and one of my closing thoughts will be um like who gets to be right and what's so great about being right anyway to me to be right and unloving is is not the right equation so you, you've heard me share the example of when we're holding a penny up and I'm looking at one side of a penny and I say, oh, there's a president's head on our penny. And right. someone looking at the other side of the penny said, no, 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 no. There is not a president's head on the side of that penny. There is a building. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, no, you're an idiot. I'm okay. looking right at the penny. I'm looking at the scientific data. Yeah. Right. I'm looking at the penny and there's a head on the penny and you're going, you're an idiot. There's not a head on the penny. Well, you remember back in the day when uh, social media had the um, the image that came up and the lady was in like a blue and a brown dress or a silver and a yellow dress. And and my husband totally saw like the yellow and gold dress and I totally saw the blue and brown dress. And without a without a doubt, I saw it to be two colors, and he saw it to be two different colors. Mm-hmm. I see the head on the penny. Someone sees the building on the penny, and the enemy just goes, "I'm winning. Mm-hmm. I'm winning. You're all fighting. I. Yes. It doesn't even matter." But to I mean, pe- to people who have to be right, it does matter and right now there's issues in our world that are dividing our country and these people on this side are absolutely right in their mind and these people on this side are absolutely right in their mind and we have a divided country and the enemy is winning it's happening in families it's happening in homes it's happening mm-hmm. everywhere and people see the dress as one color people see it the other and then they shame each other hmm Oh, you're an idiot. You don't see the president's head on the pity. You, you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. And then we take offense. No, you're an idiot. And so I just want to say, golly, grace is a gift to give yourself. Grace is a gift to get others. Unity is a gift to give your family and your marriage. Unity is a gift. And if you can't give it to your family and your marriage in your own home, how are you going to bring it into your neighborhood? And how is America ever going to heal?
1: Yeah. Without,
2: without unity. Mm -hmm. And it starts with the offendable and the unoffendable heart.
1: Yes. Amen. Work to do, ladies. There's work to do in our own hearts. Yeah. So, start so, right Father, so
2: Father, we're just going to bow a second before you and ask that you peel our hearts open and reveal to us areas that we take offense and that we want to put them on the altar and and we want to absolutely let go of the offended heart because we want to be your hands and feet in this world. And we cannot do that. Our call is so great and our time is so fleeting that we do not have time to take offense. Lord, heal our hearts in Jesus name. Amen.
0: You know, I heard a quote today from a theologian who teaches at a seminary. He said, as we read the Bible, we should trip over grace. And I thought, wow, isn't that something? And isn't that a wonderful prayer for our own lives, that our lives would so exude grace that people would just trip over it every day? Thanks for joining us today. Roxanne and I are so very thankful you took time to listen. You would help us out so much if you would just subscribe and share this episode with your friends And if you want to connect with us more, hop over to Facebook and join our free community, Finding the Hidden Jewels. We love to personally connect with you there. For more information on working with Roxanne or me, visit us at RoxanneParks.com or karnaatkinson.com. Make sure you check out the show notes today for links especially to Roxanne's YouVersion Bible plan, The Unoffendable Heart. You can find out more information at hiddenjewelspodcast.com. And remember, you are a precious jewel in the eyes of Jesus. Your story matters. Let the world see you so they may see him.